Alright, Bank Steel Shooting Podcast on the road here. Uh, we don't have any bumper music. We were just sitting here talking about the, uh, what, what we were calling the Virginia Revolt <laughs> of uh, citizens not willing to... Um, <laughs> oh, great, Turbo. Uh, yeah, Turbo's in the car with us. Or truck, as it were. Yeah, he is our attack dog. He's half Pomeranian, half, uh, what is it? Dachshund. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all we have to have is a dog that barks. You know, we said, get you a big old mean um, shepherd. Or, and those are cool. I love them. But uh, if I got a dog that barks, that's all I need. I got something a whole lot meaner than any dog right next to the bed there, you know? Uh, what was I saying? Oh, NRA. <laughs> Uh, in turbo, you'd be quiet. <laughs> um, yeah, they come to the table like 70 states into this. Uh, 70 counties, I'm sorry. 70 counties into this. Um, and then they decide they're going to be uh, a part of it and come riding in. And the NRA is nothing but a bunch of cowards at the moment. This proves it. Uh, I've talked about this in... Um in previous podcasts, but I, I mean, I have completely withdrawn all support from the NRA. People are like, oh, well, it's our last line of defense. It is absolutely not. And people who think that it is do not have their head in the right place. Well, you said this, and, and I was not quite ready to go there a while back. I was thinking, well, we kind of could use them if, you know, they, they do have the ears of a long politician. That's probably still true, but uh, now I'm on board with your, your side because of what we've seen here in Virginia. Uh, the VCDL, Virginia Citizens Defense League, has bellied up to the bar and taken care of some stuff. And they've gotten out there and, <clears throat> you know, helped, they've given folks a source to, um, uh, to go to to find out what's going on and so forth. There is a rally in Richmond next month on the 20th. There's information at VCDL about how to uh, attend that. Uh, I think there could be thousands and thousands of folks show With up. With all there. the people showing up for the sanctuary county meetings, <clears throat> if if a quarter of the people from each sanctuary county meeting showed up in Richmond, there would be, They'd be thousands. There would be tens of thousands. Yeah. There would probably be twenty or thirty thousand. If, if just a quarter of the people that showed up for their county Second <clears throat> Amendment sanctuary meetings showed up. So, um, VCDL leadership, Philip Van, oh, I can't think of his last Cleave, name. Cleve, I think. Cleve, yeah. I don't know too much about him. Uh, he seems pretty cool. Um, he did put the word out, you know, bring your handguns if you feel that you want to be armed. Uh, he said if you bring long guns, what's going to happen is the media is just going to follow you around and, and make the entire group look like they're getting ready to throw down. Now, maybe that is what it should look like. <laughs> well, and, and that's another thing that, that I'll mention, and I am not in any way saying that I don't support VCDL. I do. I think that uh, at the moment, I think that their heads are in the right spot, but uh, we need to remember that they could easily take a turn for the worse just as the NRA did. I mean, 10 years ago, we never really would have thought that the NRA would have just totally gone belly up. So don't put your faith in organizations like the NRA or VCDL or, or any organization like that. You can support VCDL as they stand right now. I think it's a good idea. And, and I, can, I can agree with that for sure. No, that's but, if you are a Virginia citizen. I think other states should start mimicking such an organization. And w one thing that I would like to see, 
is organizations get some power and step on people's toes. I, I mean, because this is getting ridiculous. I mean, the NRA, this is part of the reason I was so pissed at the NRA, is they had a platform. They could have done so much with it. They could have said to all of our members, go ahead and get your autos, go ahead and get your suppressors, and there's nothing that can be done about it. If there were four or five million people in America that just decided, you know what, I'm going to get whatever I want. I'm going to get my fully automatic uh, AR. I'm going to get uh, a suppressor. I'm going to go ahead and do that. And, uh, and you know, and the members of the NRA will be there to defend me if a tyrannical regime tries to stop me from having what my rights say that I can have. But only that would happen is if the NRA went total Ted. Right, and that's and why I support it. Ted Nugent we for president. Total Ted, hashtag. Total Ted. Ted Nugent for president of the NRA. I think that would be good. You know, we're not going to go out bothering people. You know, the, the, the liberals just fear that we're just going to run rampant like marauders. You know, that's not who we are. We are freedom-loving Americans who simply want to preserve that freedom not only for ourselves, but for our families, our children, our grandchildren. You know, so uh, <clears throat> it's... Uh, sickening to see liberals trying some of the stuff they're trying but it's very heartening to see what kinds of pushback have been going on um i don't know if they're going to try with the roanoke city council again i watched that unfold that, that's hope hopeless to try well, you know but it's worth continuing to try but i think that uh um some things probably should be sorted out with who goes in there. Yeah. Uh, the guy waving the uh, hybrid Confederate flag, Virginia flag, he didn't do any favors for our side. I am as Southern as the next guy. I love the stars and bars. I see it for what it is. It's not racist. It is our heritage. But, uh, you know, when you go in doing that... You're not helping. No, you're not helping. What needs to be done, and... Uh, I'm on Facebook with him. I think, I think he's done some um, YouTube videos. Matt Das Cowboy, D-A-S Cowboy. I think he's in Roanoke, and he's trying to get this worked yeah. out. And he said the other day, I'm not giving up on this. And that's good. What needs to be presented to the Roanoke City Council or any of these other city councils in Virginia or in greater America... Uh, is there any greater America than Virginia right now? I don't think so. I love my state now, my commonwealth. I just get choked up because we have stepped up to the plate. You know, I was embarrassed to be a Virginian about three, four weeks ago, but now, mm, man, I am so happy. But <clears throat> in other areas of the country, and certainly in these cities in Virginia that are going to hear these meetings, and counties as well, counties as well it needs to be presented thusly um, you guys are concerned about lawsuits some of you've mentioned that what if we go sanctuary and then there's a lawsuit um, because somebody uses a, a dreaded 15 shot pistol and commits a crime um, the burden would be to prove that pistol would not have been in that locality anyway so they'd be you know it's uh not as likely to gain traction as it would when it cuts the other way 
what these city councils and these uh, county boards of supervisors need to realize is if your actions by not declaring to a sanctuary cause certain individuals, certain citizens to give up guns that they currently own that they can use to defend themselves and their families with and then someone attacks that man or that woman in their home and they've got nothing she had a high capacity pistol that she went ahead and got rid of because northam said she shouldn't be allowed to have it Let she get anything else to replace it well not quite yet she didn't not yet and here she is vulnerable and someone goes in on her and kills her if that's my relative if that's one of my sisters or my daughter or my niece we're going to open up a lawsuit on that municipality or that county with both barrels i did look into this some attorneys say well that's really difficult to do yeah a lot of things are difficult to do but you do them anyway so they need to realize they have some vulnerability there by not going to a sanctuary because if somebody disarms and is subsequently hurt and and obviously you can prove they got disarmed because of the the, the uh uh, ambulance going by they got disarmed because of the uh, uh, stance from Richmond then I think that uh, there's liability on the parts of those who could have protected them but who did not wasn't it wonderful to see that uh, well it was a phone call from uh, the desk sergeant headquarters Virginia National Guard. If you guys haven't seen that, look it up. We have it linked on the Bang Steel Facebook page. Uh, he pretty much said, look, we got uh, 8,000 people here in the Guard. He said, not all of those are going to be combat troops. He said, we'd be looking at about 2 million gun-owning Virginians that we're supposed to do something about. And they, in effect, it's not going to happen. That sergeant was quite upset with that Democrat legislator, Meacham or Meekum or whatever the dude's name was, who wanted to, you know, use the National Guard as a threat against the citizens. The, the guardsman said, we swore an oath to the Constitution. First, to the Constitution of the United States. Secondly, to the Constitution of the state of Virginia. And after those requirements are met, then we'll listen to the governor, but not until then. So that was wonderful to see, wasn't it? Absolutely. So um, I uh, I think when the uh, counties are addressed and the cities are addressed, and uh, Matt Cowboy, if you do get back in there, you're footing the door back in at Roanoke, um, it wouldn't take but one speaker. And I'm not, I'm not from Roanoke. I'd be happy to do it, but it wouldn't work for me not being from there. But one speaker should say, folks, if you don't go to a sanctuary, what you're basically doing is um, you're looking at all of us like we're felons, criminals, you want to see us disarmed. If you did that to me, well, I'm a peace-loving individual. Perhaps I would uh, do something to keep from 
seeing bloodshed, perhaps. But I know people, that's not how they're going to handle this. I know individuals out there who have clean criminal histories, but if you tell them it's like that fellow in Goochland County, God bless him, I don't know who he was, but he said <clears throat> at that meeting, he said, if Virginia intends to make me a felon, I'm going to be the best felon I know how to be. So the folks that are sitting on these city councils and town boards of supervisors, the folks that you are looking at intending to disarm by your lack of action to support the Constitution, not all of them are going to roll over and hand you the guns like Dewey Oxberger at the Czechoslovakia border and stripes. Not all of them are going to do that. Most of them aren't going to do that. Most of them aren't going to do that. And, again, if their action, or inaction, I should say, causes certain individuals to be disarmed and who they are then subsequently hurt, now that could put me in a rage. My sister, my niece, my daughters, disarm and are subsequently attacked and hurt severely or killed I might not go to a lawyer and I'm just going to leave it at that alright just a short podcast here no bump in, no bump out um, yeah the NRA is a bunch of um, milk toasters they're milk toasters I mean, goodness. They proved it. They proved their lack of worth here in Virginia. It exposed them for what they In my are. opinion, they exposed themselves much earlier than that. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is just continuing. You know, any chance that the NRA had to redeem themselves, they just blew it. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really did. It's um, <clears throat> so... You know, you probably should find somewhere else to put your money, at least until new leadership comes in at the NRA. And I might be misinformed on this, but I have heard that Wayne LaPierre has rigged things to where he, he's like Saddam Hussein. It was in Iraq. You can't put him out. You know, well, they did put Saddam out, but <laughs> you see what I'm saying. You know, he's fixed it to where he can't, He's he's got it as long as he wants it. And he's um, bilking the, the, the treasurer. Uh, there. Yeah, and it's just his leadership is just so weak. I, I mean, it's just so weak. It's not even funny. I, I mean, it's... Yeah, there is no leadership. All they want to do is rake in the money, spend it on what they want to spend it on, and yeah, they'll throw a little money around to politicians to vote certain ways, and maybe in some instances that has helped, but that's not the... That, that, you know, you need something more. In the times we're living in, you need something more. Because there's people that are just as wealthy. Bloomberg's probably got as much money as the NRA's got. And he's yeah. hit pocket. Yeah. And and he proved that in our state. I think the fact of the matter is Bloomberg has the NRA in his hip pocket. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> if he's got the money, you know, he's probably been paying a lot of people off. But I think where he failed to think clearly, he didn't know what we would do. Which time? Oh, well, he probably thought 
Yeah, there'll be there'll be a few uh, Billy Bobs and Cecils and you know Bubba. Bubba's out there in Virginia. They're gonna they're gonna just uh, rise up and cry around about a little bit, and then the dust will settle, and we'll we'll systematically pick up all the weapons that we don't like being in the hands of the citizens. Ah. It didn't work like that. No, it did not work like that. It blew up in their faces, you know. As uh, and I think it was uh, um, the guy from Fincastle, Fincastle Underground. Look him up on uh, um, YouTube. He's cool, he really thinks clearly. I love what he's got to say. He said, you've heard of boiling the frog. He said, well, <laughs> the Virginia politicians here, well, Bloomberg had them up. Well, they brought the water to a full boil and tried to drop the frog in it. <laughs> that cracked me up. I really liked that analogy. I think he did it, if he, you know, I'm pretty sure that's where I heard it. But in any event, we'll uh, we'll sign off of here for now. The audio on this may not be the same. We're recording it with the phone, so uh, we were just sitting here having some hot chocolate at McDonald's in downtown Withville, Virginia, our home, and um, we will see you guys next time. Oh, and even though this is an impromptu podcast, it is still brought to you by our sponsor, Indiana Bob's Blueberry Barrel Cleaner. Get you some if you can figure out how.